Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography, the podcast where real couples like us candidly navigate the journey to a healthier, more connected life. Join us as we share personal experiences, expert insights, and practical tips to help you thrive in your relationships and break free. Together, let's repair and build a rock-solid connection, becoming a couple that can overcome any challenge. You're listening to the Self Mastery Podcast, where we break through barriers holding you back from becoming who you want to be. Whether you're struggling with pornography, overeating, social media addiction, or just want to get better at succeeding at life, this podcast is for you. Now your host, Zach Spafford. Hey everybody and welcome to another beautiful Mastery Monday here on the Self Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Spafford. Last week, we talked about faith and this week in part two of our series on how to better engage both faith and prayer in your work to eliminate pornography from your life. We are going to talk today about prayer and how it is different than what you might be doing in particular in regards to eliminating pornography. And I'm I'm not an expert on prayer. I do not, you know, I don't pretend to be, you know, some, have some special, you know, conduit to Heavenly Father in a way that makes me so much better than everybody else on prayer. But I do want to dissect a a few of the, you know, the basic realities of what prayer is supposed to be, and then, you know, convey kind of an idea of, you know, what you might do differently to better engage prayer in your life and in, in this particular struggle to get rid of pornography. So we talked about faith last week. Let's talk about prayer. I have often gone back to the Bible dictionary to understand this principle, and I am struck by what it teaches about the nature of prayer. First, prayer is work. It is work. It is hard labor sometimes, right? So many of us go through prayers, though it were just an incantation that we learn to conjure the spell of a blessing or something like that, right? And the way we pray over our food may be an example uh, that you can look at for what I mean here. But work is uncomfortable, and that means that when we are praying, we need to understand that we might need to get more strenuous, and really often we might want to mark our prayers by something that we're actually giving up, even though we might want it. Interestingly, one of the only things that we have that we can give up is our will. And in this context, our will is often, as much as it is anything in our lives, the desire to feel good in the here and now. I want you to just rehear that because I think it's really important. Oftentimes, our will is just the desire to feel good in the here and now. That's usually what we want. Now, what that means is, you know, sometimes it means that we buy something that we like. It means that we, you know, don't forego a meal. It means all kinds of things, but really... When you boil it down to its nuts and bolts, it's just, I want to feel good right now. And when we layer that idea into our pornography use, it's important to acknowledge that the thing that we're often seeking when we seek out pornography is to feel good in the here and now. And so let's go back to prayer. In the ancient world, people hit themselves in the chest. They tore their clothing as a demonstration of sorrow. They were in the attitude of prayer, literally giving up comfort in the here and now and paying the cost of discomfort in giving up their will to God in that moment. Second, it is not a commandment. 
and I want you to be aware of this, we're not commanded in the scriptures to pray, but it is a conversation. It is an opportunity to acknowledge what we've been given by our Heavenly Father. It's an opportunity to discuss with Him what we believe we need, want, and desire. I think of prayer as an intimate expression of our weakness and dependence on our Father. And I think it's also an opportunity to express and experience the love that He has for us and that we have for Him. And prayer, as far as I can tell, really has two main purposes. Firstly, it is meant to help us bring our will into concert with that of our Heavenly Father's. Uh, that really means that you know we see him and we try to be like him and we try to understand what he needs us to do so that we can return to live with him. And we put what we want right now aside so that we can embody his will to the best of our ability. Secondly, it's a place to seek out the blessings that are already ours, but that are required to ask for. Like... So for our little kids in our house, we're totally willing to let them eat anything they want, but they have to ask for permission to to eat it because if they need help or, you know, they're going to make a mess with it, we don't want them to make a mess. You know, we don't want them to cut themselves if they want to cut an apple and eat it, right? So that's kind of the rule in our house. So it, it I, I see it similar to that anyway. All of this, in my view, brings the discussion we're having with Heavenly Father about our pornography struggle into a bright highlight of what we might do better to fully realize the blessings that our Father has in store. So let's start with a phrase or with with a sentence or, you know, something that you might pray. I used this in my prayers a million times, and maybe you have something similar, maybe you don't, but I would often pray and I would say, Lord, please take this pornography problem away from me. Please remove this problem from me. Please take this struggle out of my hands. Let me give it up to you, right? That may not be your exact wording, but it is likely similar to something that you have said in your moments of want and the struggle that you've had to end pornography in your life. So let's just kind of dissect where this type of prayer might miss the most powerful parts of actual prayer and an an actual conversation with our Heavenly Father. First off, this sounds like we're giving up our will to Heavenly Father, right? You know, we're thinking, I I don't want this problem anymore. I can just ask Heavenly Father to take it away and make it so that I don't have to struggle with it because I've asked for clearly a good thing. I've asked that I no longer look at pornography. But what this misses is that in asking Heavenly Father to, quote unquote, take this away, we are asking him to change and be in charge of our choices. And the problem here is he gave you agency. He's not taking it back. (laughs) He's like, this is yours. You need to take responsibility for it, and you have to be in charge of this at all times. And that is not going to – he's not going to take your agency away from you. He's not going to throw cat videos in when you type whatever it is that you type in when you go searching for pornography. It also doesn't account for work. This is a want, a wish list item that doesn't have any cost to it except for that you asked for it, right? This is like a little girl who asks her dad for a pony. All she does is say, I want it, and it doesn't create any path to making it a reality. But you say, you know, this is a blessing that God might be willing to grant. And sure, I think that might be possible, but I also think it's pretty unlikely. To be honest, 
I think that he's not as focused on what you're doing as he is on who you become and what you're building your life into, okay? What I believe Heavenly Father wants for each of us is an abiding testimony in the atoning sacrifice of Jesus Christ and the joy that atonement allows us to feel as we return to live with him. When we pray to have our problems removed from us, we are asking Heavenly Father to help us circumvent the natural process of struggle, growth, and learning that makes each of us stronger spiritually. We're asking them to take away the hard parts of life so we can feel the good parts. This is essentially creating a reality where we are only being righteous because we don't have temptation, trial, and struggle in our lives. Feeling uncomfortable is, you guessed it, it's uncomfortable. This type of prayer is asking God to break the rules for us because there is opposition in all things. We have to go through discomfort in order to be able to truly feel joy and comfort spiritually and physically. The work of prayer is partly figuring out what it is that we should be asking for and partly hearing answers that may challenge our sense of self, comfort, and life direction. When we pray, we don't often ask for greater capacity to feel bored. We don't look at prayer as a moment when we should ask Heavenly Father to help us see more clearly how we can experience our upfront, in-the-moment discomforts so that we can better learn from them. We're often asking for boredom to be eliminated and our pain points to be minimized so we hardly see them. As best as I can tell, this doesn't mean that we're out seeking to be miserable all the time. It is, however, for us meeting our challenges head-on and being willing to see the good in them, learn from them, and grow while still seeing beauty in and being grateful for them. So let me give you an example of this. When I walk out my front door, there is a hill that I can see that I climb multiple times a week. It is a very steep, rocky, strenuous climb. The the top of this hill is only about a quarter of a mile from my house, but it is about a 500-foot elevation change. So that is equivalent to climbing the stairs of a 50-story building on foot. So why do I do it? Well, partly because the view from the top is, is beautiful. It's amazing. I can see both the Santa Clara side of St. George and the Temple side. And as a benefit, I also get stronger legs, stronger lungs, and my body feels great. No, it isn't a comfortable climb. It's just not. When you're climbing it, you know, (laughs) as I've started to climb this hill, you know, I used to climb it regularly before we left St. George and we moved to Milwaukee. Now I'm back to climbing it, you know, as regularly as I can. I used to be stronger, I'll be honest with you. Now I'm 40 and I'm, I'm not as strong as I was even you know, 18 months ago when we left because I haven't been doing this. But I want you to understand, like, this is worth it. This is why I do it. And when we go to Heavenly Father in prayer, especially around pornography, we need to be able to talk about and do the work that will make the strength we want worth it. The view from the place of worthiness and self-confidence is not available without the work that allows us to get to the top of that hill. It is, however, totally worth it. So maybe we can ask for help practicing feeling our uncomfortable feelings instead of having them taken from us. Maybe we can ask for opportunities to see what we're missing rather than asking for everything to be laid out for us. The struggle of getting up the hill is what makes us capable of staying there long term. 
Now, don't get me wrong. I, I believe in miracles. I believe that some have stark moments of change that completely shift their underlying habits and move them to a place where pornography is no longer a part of their life. I'm just telling you that was not my experience. And I offer these thoughts as ideas based on my life experience and my understanding. This is kind of the gospel according to Zach. And if it's wrong, thank you for bearing with me in my own learning process. And I hope this is helpful. But I want you to see that you might be able to adjust your prayers and engage your faith in a new and different way so that you can move forward at a better pace and really start to put this behind you in a way that you've never been able to put behind you before. All right, you guys, I love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this tribe of people who are really moving forward in their lives and beginning this process of eliminating things that have been holding them back for so long. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast and coming to the webinars and coming in and you know getting coached and being a part of all of this. I'm so grateful to you for everything that you do to make this possible for me to do, to be able to you know talk about this and actually help so many people. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Self Mastery Podcast. Imagine you sitting next to your loved one and no longer bogged down by the greatest trial of your life. Each month, I offer a free webinar that you can attend where you can get your questions answered about how you can break free from pornography use. Take a moment now and go to the website, zackspafford.com slash free call, and you can sign up for free. You don't want to miss out on this amazing opportunity to ask questions, learn a new skill, and even get coached live if you like. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening to Thrive Beyond Pornography. If you're seeking guidance and support to overcome pornography for good and begin creating a thriving life beyond it, check out my free webinar, How to Overcome Pornography with Skills that Actually Work. You'll learn practical, proven skills guided by an expert coach who has personally overcome pornography. Whether you're getting started for just yourself or along with your spouse, Darcy and I can teach you the tools that will help you put your life on the right path for you. Be sure to check out the show notes for a direct link and If you could take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts, it would mean the world to us. Your reviews play a significant role in helping others discover the show so they can join us on this transformative journey. Thank you for being part of the Thrive Beyond Pornography community. Until our next episode, stay strong, stay focused, and keep thriving.